All righty. Podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications in a new year. Woo! And with their exhibit still here, rock, uh, stay, and with their exhibit still here, stay tuned, rock on TV. It's here till April. Uh, just visit museums.tv. And Friends is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine Opie show. It is museum.tv, not museums. Some things never change, even in a new year. He pluralized it is my problem. Oh. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next, back to you. Steve, you're making a big change for 2020. Yes, I am. I'm going to change the way that I approach people in life. I can't wait to hear about that. And we're also going to talk about what it's like when you have an uncomfortable interview. And we'll have many of those in 2020. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an Opie show. Only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is And Friends. Ooh, and yes Friends in season three. Well, like wow. a prelude to season three. No, I'm calling it season three. We're calling it. it. I think it's the first episode of season yeah. three. Can yeah. you do like three. season two point five? Yeah, but no one knows that. This is the We could um, be the start of something new. That sounds like a song. It is a song, kinda of thank it you, Samuel. Song, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well and friends in their season three, the beginning of season three, the beginning of a new year, the beginning of the twenties. The post holiday special. That's right. Because we all like to appreciate posts. We like the post service. We like, we like light posts. And we thought we'd have a holiday based around it. Like to make posts. That's right. Um, you may know us, but you also may not know us. So why don't we tell who knows us? Uh, well, I'm Tommy. Uh, I grew an inch in the past year. That was the first time in a while. And it's probably the last time I'm going to grow. And I will be 5'5". Five, five, for the remainder of my days until I start to shrink. Mm. Well, I just want to piggyback on that. I'm Kimmy, and I'm short and stout. And, and I'm... Good company. <laughs> and I'm Sam, and I didn't do anything like that. I said I like dancing in stove lights, silly Santa, and a start and uh, starting a new year with the first day in January. Already, I have to correct something you've written down, and I wish I caught it sooner. It's strobe lights. Oh. Yes. I didn't know that's what they were called. I thought yeah. they were stove lights. Wait, are you serious? You thought they were stove lights? Yes. I I'm write anything on this page, and I feel like he'd just read it. it. He missed the word often, though, when he said, and start the new year. He, he Well, I, you know, I miss, I, the grammatical error was I should have said often starting a new year in the first day in January. So apparently we're starting the new year as being grammar and vocab Nazis. Yes. Yeah, which is interesting you say that because we're going to get to that in the show. <laughs> That's right. We're going to be talking about grammar. Not Nazis? No. Little do, little do they know. Very interesting. But stupid. So today uh, we're going to start off with the greatest heist ever devised. A heist to get a box full of baby diapers. Um, Sounds shitty. It was. It was, <laughs> very... <laughs> it was so bad. Um, apparently, uh, it all started out 
when uh, a Florida family says they noticed packages were missing, including food and one of their baby's gifts outside their doors. So they took the matter into their own hands. First, they installed surveillance cameras to see if the package was actually delivered. You guys want to guess what happened? I'm going to take it that it was delivered. No, it wasn't. It wasn't? No. Uh, they, uh, so what, uh, they, so what they did was they put a decoy package out to see the porch, out of their porch to see if the pirates would, uh, would get them. You know, they could come up and take the package. That's what they're doing. The porch pirates. Yes, the porch pirates. Um, but, uh, what they put inside of the package was three-day-old dirty diapers. Oh, no. Yeah, in about two hours, someone went and swiped the package and ran off. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I know. Uh, turns out, and this is a fun tidbit, that in Florida, whoever's listening there, 25, uh, 25 packages were stolen last year in November. Only 25? Yeah, and only 10, only 10 this year. Wow. Yeah. Hey, it's going down. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess Christmas, like, like December would probably be the worst time for that. Oh, for package stealing? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always thought about, like, those um, little, like, quadropter drones that Amazon has to deliver the small packages. Yeah. You just slingshot that thing down. Yeah. Oh, and you get a free drone with that. It's true. Well, no, you should probably dump the drone. You know Amazon's going to find that. Oh, yeah, they true. probably have a tracking device, and then next thing you know, you're going to have Amazon at your door. Oh, yeah, they true. definitely do. <laughs> probably whips out multiple cannons. <laughs> Disperse from the area. <laughs> You have committed crimes against the Amazon Corporation. <laughs> Disperse or be fired upon. Oh, Jesus. No. Uh, that's a fun future. You have five seconds to comply. Please put in your password. <laughs> Are you a robot? <laughs> Am I a robot? Are we all robots? I mean, when you think about it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's gaining sentience. Uh, turns out that the uh, package was just delivered to the wrong place. So all of it was for nothing. Well, who picked up the other package? <laughs> um, someone who was planning on stealing it. It's the best heist in the world. But someone... see, then it wasn't all for nothing. Yeah. It was a moment to show that these people are going around. Somebody yeah. saw a package sitting there for like three days and goes, you know what? They don't want it. I'm going to grab that. <laughs> and they go, what the hell? Why would you put this in an Amazon box? They could have also thought, why the hell did they order this from Amazon? <laughs> it's a new feature. What kind of freak lives here? <laughs> uh. Maybe the thought was like the fake poop stuff, but it's like fake poop in a diaper. I don't huh? know. You open that huh? up and you go, no, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. This story is all about a woman who went to bought a baby bouncer at Goodwill. Mm. So this, what this ba- woman did is she bought an item at Goodwill, and it was a baby bouncer. But Supposedly. When she, it, that's what the box said, at Yeah, least. it was a box with a baby bouncer on it. But it wasn't a baby bouncer. It was a semi-automatic rifle. Yeah. Inside was a stripped-down semi-automatic rifle. It was actually no. loaded. Yeah, it was it a was loaded, loaded? It was a yeah. loaded one. Holy shit. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking about it when I read the article because I came past it, too, and I'm like, Jesus, that thing could have gone off any time. Well, it's funny because, like, the people who bought it... Um, This woman in Florida, uh, Veronica and her husband, uh, they they went to a place and all the men 
at this baby shower that she bought the item for were in the military. So all these men wow. knew exactly what this item was. They knew how they knew it was loaded. They knew how to take it, like take care of it and everything. Shower? But it was yeah. like they brought it. Like usually when you have a baby shower, people don't open items right away too. Thank God they did. <laughs> but they were like, we want to check this out in person and in front of everyone they just see a gun. The shame is you can't put a baby in a rifle. And I mean, the funny part is reading the story is like no one was mad when they opened up the box because the box at Goodwill, when you get a lot of things, we don't go through them. I worked at Goodwill for like three years. So I know when we would price things, we wouldn't open them, especially if they looked brand new like this box as it says it did so we would just put it out there it's not until you get home you realize something's messed with it i think this story is just overall funny because they tweeted out to the company that baby einstein's that make the baby bouncer not the guns they don't make the guns and they told them the incident and they're actually going to send them a new jumper so they actually get one that is really a baby bouncer. Oh my god, they got a baby bouncer really marked down. Yeah, they because they're just giving it to. Me. Well, I mean, they just bought one. Yeah, but they got it from Goodwill. Oh yeah, I was That's gonna like say things are cheap. Triple half off. That well, was my thing though. They yeah. bought it from Goodwill. What are they yelling at little Einsteins about? Well, no, they just told them the situation. Like they just tweeted uh, out, like, "Hey, this yeah, that was that was a ploy to get a free baby <laughs> bouncer. Oh, you know that it was, was lame. First, <laughs> first off, I mean, I guess I can't blame them. I'd do it too. But like, come on, <laughs> yell at Goodwill. I'm, well, you can't. The thing is, Goodwill, people donate the weirdest things. Like, That's they true. commented into this, like, you can't even imagine the crazy things people have donated. I've had people donate the old porn connect collection, a booty douche that was unused. People donate their sex stuff. People have donated, um, people have donated, like, guns before. Luckily, they had nothing in them. And people have accidentally donated, um, there was one time a bag donated with tons of money in it. It was like $3,000. But those things we put off to the side. Like if it's ones where like three thousand dollars marked down to eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you guys want to talk about sex toys box stuff or not? Is there an additional Heck opportunity yeah. for me to make fun of the disabled? Well, this is a chance for you to get or make fun of yourself, kind of, maybe. I like those. <laughs> um can I have the music please? Oh, <laughs> Open the wrong tab. I'm waiting. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. <laughs> that doesn't work, but I still like hearing Steve going sexy. I know, right? That's my <laughs> favorite part. Can we just get a clip where it's just that? Yes. I want only Steve saying sexy. Yeah. As our new opener. Maybe we can get him to do it live on the Christmas special. And then I want a button right here that, that just plays it. Like yes. a morning talk show. Just Steve Baskerville saying sexy. It's the only button on my soundboard. Yes. Sexy. Can I veto this? You don't want that? You can, but you're overruled. <laughs> There's four of us here and only one of you. David doesn't count in this. That's true. Okay, fine. Two Dave, to one. Hey, just because Wait, David, David doesn't are know you on how to my count. Side here, or are you on oh, their you side? Oh, you want David now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David's having a conflicting day today, switching sides. He didn't even know there were sides. Okay, well, that's because he doesn't. He's not able to see ge like geometric geometrical figures. He's shape blind. Yes. Not only is he a deaf mime, but he's also shape blind. Oh, he's deaf. That complicates a lot of things we say to David. Oh my god. <laughs> Finding out new things about David every day. We've gone too deep on the lore. Sorry, go on. Well, I hope David likes Switzerland, especially after this. 
or everyone will. Yeah. Um, there is a cafe in Switzerland where customers can receive coffee and oral sex. Sexy. I would spill that coffee all over me. You get a private room or is this just, are we sitting out in a normal cafe setting, but there's just someone under the table? What happens when it gets crowded? Well, that, that's a good question. They, but they, what they do is you can order a coffee and then they give you an iPad and you then can select from one of their sex workers that they have to get a blowjob from. It's, it makes it a little bit more because it's like 50 bucks, you know, then you're getting coffee. Yeah, that's not bad of a deal. Mm, that's true. I mean, I don't if know. you're on vacation in Switzerland, like you're going to go. Yeah. If you find out that's up the street, you're like, I'm not going to not spend the money. Like, sure, it's 50 bucks, but like it's one time. This is worth the experience. Yeah, you just, I'm in another country. I'm meeting new people. You head down to your bank. You take out 50 bucks. Your little Swiss bank. Yeah. Your Swiss bank account. Yeah. Yeah. Go get a blowjob. I love the concept of just it gets crowded and they're trying to get someone out the door and they're just like, dude, you're taking forever. If you're not, if you're going to take this long to finish, you better at least tip big because this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. You know, a lot of places they'll turn on the AC and make it cold so that you get in and out faster. You think this place does that? Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. Would that help though with a finishing? That's my question is I'm like, Maybe. that would, would it be counterproductive? Well, you know, if it's too cold, a lot of men might get a little insecure because it turtles nervous. a little bit. Yeah. You know, little. Well, I mean, have you guys ever masturbated in a room that's cold from the AC? Like, what is it like with that? I try not to. Because I'm like, sh- if there's a fan on me, I'm just distracted. Yeah, I can't be near a fan because I get too tempted. Tempted? Tempted to what? what? To, you know. No. no. <laughs> what, are you going to blow your load into the fan? Watch it go... <laughs> <laughs> It's like a vacuum, you know? Wait, that so was you... the answer? <laughs> I was right? <laughs> Wait, so you would have not you would have the fan going the opposite way then? Sometimes. I mean if you're gonna have it blow, unless you're gonna have it blow onto yourself. Learning a lot today. <laughs> it helps me save it, you know. Save what? Save it. Sexy. <laughs> I think this place would be fun, you know, especially if the coffee's pretty yeah. good. They have a special cream if you wanted to. <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> Actually, I'd be worried to take their cream. <laughs> I thought you were talking about <laughs> masturbating in the Museum of Broadcast Communications. What? And I'm like, dude, there's windows here. <laughs> no. Why would I masturbate here? I don't know. I masturbate in my own home with my own fans. I... <laughs> no, like fans from the show or like fan fans? <laughs> I was told we weren't allowed to do that. No. No, turn that off. David, no. David, don't turn on the fan. Do not turn the fan on next to me. Please, I'm trying to focus on the show. Nope. Oh. Oh. And now oh. you just have it's to start so masturbating. Oh, baby, you hear that you hear that turbine? This is just unpleasant. <laughs> I mean, I would be distracted just from the sounds, I guess, so I understand why. But I don't understand why someone would want to blow their load towards you it. You ever been in a finely air-conditioned room and just instantly get hot? In what way hot? Hot as temperature or hot as horny? I'll let you decide. Can we do both? I mean, if we're going to do this segment, I believe we can do both. Yeah. Yeah. If we're doing this in the middle of sex toy box, we have to at least do horny. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with the horny route. I think that was implied. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's uh, okay. Sometimes I miss things. Ah, uh, you know. Over my head. Some, it's niche. Niche. No. Oh, God. Come on, man. You got to stop that. Sexy. Really? 
I'm having a hard time back here. <coughs> I feel like it's just going to be dusty, especially with that fan. After I'm done with it. See what else is in there. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> you know what's funny? This kicks Starbucks ass if it ever came here. Absolutely. Starbucks should learn something from this. Right? I think they just there's a lesson that, here. Yeah. They have that new five-story thing here in Chicago, but it's not offering blowjobs or yeah. oral sex. Why would so. I go? Yeah, what's the appeal? Yeah. There's nothing for you. Minus coffee. And no one wants to go just for coffee. Exactly. It feels excessive for just mm-hmm. coffee mm-hmm. to go to, like, the huge one yeah. unless you just happen yeah. to be next to it. You yeah. know what? Just get rid of the coffee. Why not just give blowjobs? Oh, they have those. Yeah. What's that? It's a brothel. Oh, oh. Yeah. Honestly, if I was going to be a prostitute, this is where I'd do it. Yeah. Because it's like, this is, that's got to be just the safest environment to be a prostitute in. Like, the brothels in, like, in places where it's legal, they have, like, security, like, they do, like, a strip club. And so, like, it's obviously much safer than an illegal place. But, like, just thinking daytime, it's 1130. Who has time to be violent with your prostitute at 1130 (laughs) a.m.? It's just, you don't have the energy for that. What brothel is open at 1130 a.m.? Any of them. A cafe slash brothel. <laughs> yeah, actually. Who would go to a cafe? That's the danger like, of the normal brothels. Night, yeah. They're open at night. <laughs> I would imagine it's a classy brothel, too. We'll go to Switzerland, we'll do our live show, and we'll all just sit above with microphones and agree to never look <laughs> under the table as we all just kind of nervously shift around. <laughs> That's the shortest episode we'll ever record. <laughs> It'll be really hard to talk to you guys, I feel like. Not many words will be said. That would be hilarious. We'll walk away as soon as we finish. Within 30 <laughs> seconds of the show, I stop talking. Ooh, or we could tur- turn it into a game. Time trial, you know? Who Time can trial. last the longest? Get, get, the, get, get the prostitutes in on it, too. It's like, hey, you know, do a good job. You might win. As we're... It's, it's a reverse game. So whoever finishes first, the... The host loses, but the prostitute wins. Yes. It's, just, it's, it's a reverse. Yeah. Uh. Just make sure you get that money shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, you know where that term comes shots. from? That term comes from porn because no one gets paid until the guy comes. Oh. We're promoting our, uh, our Valentine's Day special. Yeah. Valentine's Day in Switzerland. Everyone goes out and gets a blowjob. Together. As a family. I don't get blowjobs. <laughs> well, whatever you call it. <laughs> What do they call it? Yeah, that? what do you call it? I mean, there's eating out, but like, well, no, it's not. That's not like the one word. Well, you don't thing. do it too often. It's usually a little too expensive, especially if you go to like a really expensive restaurant. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 I mostly got mad at that one because I was ready to argue with the phrase "you don't do it too often." I was like, "Well, I think you should." Like, because <laughs> rim job is just for oh, that's the booty hole. Yeah, it's oh, just come on. Ass. We're not gonna leave this, are we? No. Okay. It's hard to Google. So I looked it up, and there was a Reddit forum that's on it, and people Ooh. said going down is right. one of them. That's that's a universal Box one. Box lunch is what Box someone lunch. said. Um, someone said an Australian <laughs> kiss. It's like a French kiss. Oh, because it's under. upside down. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, head right. head is down typical. Down. It's like for both. You know, yeah, it's kind of a both yeah. one. It's so much easier for guys to just whip out their dick out, whip their dick out. I guess it is, really, because we can yeah. just unzip the front, yeah. and it's just, that's the advantage. Well, unless a woman's wearing a skirt or a dress, easy. Then it's very easy access. That is yeah. wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some women, to make it sexier, they won't wear underwear. So, boom, there's nothing. We don't have to wear underwear. 
Well, no one has to. Yeah, That's but like true. if they're wearing a skirt or a dress, come on. It's just like, whoop, there it is. Yeah. It's yeah. better than your guys. You guys have to unzip and then take it out. We just got to so, spread. Look, it's an elegant procedure. All right. There's a lot of form. It's like swimming. <laughs> what? You know, whipping it out. No. I think it's like I think it's like a firearm because a gun there's a lot of intricacies that go into it but at the end of the day you don't know what any of them are and you are just pulling out a controlled explosion to get the job done. That is that is the best analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> a controlled explosion. Yeah. You just want to you just want to get in and out multiple times. So do you guys really have control? If you train though? yourself, a mildly controlled explosion. Honestly, <laughs> yes. a gun is more controlled than than the penis because you ever think you can't predict how the pee comes out. What? That's true. Wait, we're not. What, what are we talking about? This is. I mean, I'm just talking about you, penis control in general. You can't predict when the pee comes out. I no. I didn't say when. I said how. So it's it's the stream. Where else do you pee out of? No, you. It comes out of the same hole, but at different angles. Yeah, it could go one different way, Wh- what different is- directions. Sometimes it just gets like that thing where you put like your thumb on a hose and it just brings like a fan you put pattern. put your thumb on your what? No! <laughs> Do you not experience this? I don't. Sometimes. What is, what is your morning like? <laughs> that it's just so perfect that you don't have to sit down to pee at 9 a.m. Oh, I intentionally sit down to pee. It's more comfortable. Well, yeah. I've been watching my boyfriend do that more and sit down and pee. And I was like, oh, you taking a shit? He's like, no, I'm peeing. I'm like, why are you sitting? Because it's modern masculinity. We have reached a point where we say we don't have to stand to be men. We can sit down. Or is it just because you're lazy and you're like, oh, I just want to sit down. That's a large part of it. <laughs> they have a seat. I can sit. Maybe I'm tired sometimes. I just got up. I don't need to stand and pee, especially when you wake up with the morning wood and you have to Superman it. That's the worst. Oh, it's so challenging. Wait, yeah. Superman it? You got to angle differently because sometimes you have to just like lay across it. I don't do that. I can... Basically, I just have to, like, crouch weird. Do you really have to lay across the toilet? Some people do. I've I, found mm-hmm. ways to do it without. I do. I just put the hands on the wall like I'm being strip searched and then mm-hmm. try and aim it. Usually it aims pretty well because, you know, it's a definite point instead of just flopping about. So one time I wish I was a gymnast so I could do, like, a handstand in front of it. That would be perfect Why angle. would you handstand and then <laughs> pee? No, because there's a toilet, like, in the way. Yeah, but you do understand how gravity works, right? It's gonna, if I put the toilet in between... In between what? My penis (laughs) and my face. Really? No, that... You'd piss all over yourself. No. I'm not very tall. I think think I'd be right above the bowl. That makes it worse. No, it'd be perfect, because I'd be right above the bowl, be in the bowl, basically. This all is worse. How tall is oh, Okay. Oh, righty then. Maybe I should get a specially made toilet for this. It's called a urinal. No, it's not called a urinal. A urinal would be worse at this because there's no bowl. It, it wouldn't catch as effectively. But at least you have like a back portion of it. Like you have a whole wall of a urinal you could pee on. Uh, you don't right, pee on the wall. Right, but I can't angle forward. So if I'm stuck in the upward position... Then I've got it just facing straight at me, yes. right? Which means if I want to hit the, the back of the urinal, I have to angle it. But I don't have a hand free. I'm doing a handstand. You have toes. That's <laughs> that is even harder to maintain in a handstand. I'd rather go one-handed. 
look, it's a great challenge. I, I want you to try it and to come back and tell us how it goes. I'll videotape it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Tommy, we've gotten to the part where we do our famous mid-roll promo. We've been doing it for three years, and I thought we would start it off with one of the best shows on the Radio Misfits podcast network. It and also, Friends? It's also an Opie show. Um, apart from And Friends. Lasano and Friends? Apart from Lasano and Friends. I don't know any other shows. Uh, well, this one is Back to You. Oh, I love Back to You. Yes. Uh, it's a legendary Chicago TV personalities, Howard Sudbury and two Steve Baskerville. Both of them. Two yeah. Howard Sudberries? No, no, no. Just two, two legendary. You said eight Chicago. You said two. You said legendary Chicago TV personalities. Yeah, I said personalities, and that's you why I said, said two. He said it's a legendary Chicago no, TV. No, I said legendary Chicago TV personalities. Howard Sudbury, let's, and then you said two of them, and then off. I said Steve Baskerville, <laughs> and then I was a little confused because how could there be two Howard Sudberries? Well, there's Howard Sudbury and Howard Sudberries. Yes. Yeah, and not. And also Howard Sudsbury. Yes, Howard Sudsbury. Um, well, anyways, they talk about life, travel, food, and a long list of what bugs them. Plus, you never really know when one of their many famous pals might stop by. Are they the ones who interviewed Mark Cuban, or is that Minutia Men? Okay. This list does not include Mark Cuban. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you can go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. We'll be right back. Stick around. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Trial by combat. The most annoying sound ever. Gwyneth Paltrow's candle. Stern sweaty sphincter. <laughs> Celebrity potpourri with Richard M. Daly. And we interview author Lou Macaluso about the Berlin Wall and a great escape. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. Tony Lasano podcast and Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. This week on Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview, we talk with the San Diego chicken, Ted Giannoulis. I run all the way up to the stage, and there is Elvis singing. I'm dancing right under him. And Elvis catches this, and he says, I don't know if you all can see, but you got to believe me. There's a chicken <laughs> dancing up here. And then he says, I want to warn this chicken something. Uh, I don't know who put him up to this, but my manager's name is the Colonel. <laughs> the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. An Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. Uh, we're getting really close to the end, uh, but we have music without music. If we want to sign off with that. Does uh, one of you gentlemen, or should I, I, did, I explain I, what music without music is? Well, I brought the song. I might as well. All right. Um, music without music. We, we play a song that one of us have chosen for the week, and we play a little bit of that song. But because of legal reasons, we have to stop playing that song. But we talk over it, talk about the song. Talk about usually not the song, but we get to listen to a song for a little bit. We try to talk about the song, but 
we always get not distracted, but then a memory, like you hear a little sound and then we're yeah. like, oh, it's, it's a conversation starter. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's the point in sharing music. Yeah. Oh. It's a, it's a spurs conversation. So it's, I think we're it's doing nice this though right. that we don't have it towards blasting because, you know, people could use it, music as a conversation yeah. starter, but usually the music's so loud. You're like, so how do you think about the song? Oh, it makes me think of this artist. And then next thing you know, everyone's just screaming and it's not a pleasant time. So on that note, uh, for our engineer, I've turned my volume all the way up, and it's been a little loud today for other things, so just be aware. Yeah, I got my hand on it. Uh, okay. The song's name is uh, kind of like to sign off Autumn. It's called Autumn Almanac by the Kinks. Ooh, the wow. Kinks! Yeah. You went, Sorry, I got went real deep. You what? went real deep into obscure territory with, with the popular band, the Kinks. Yes. <laughs> this is the first like really popular song one of us has brought. Yeah. It's interesting. I like the Kinks. I like the kinks. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with They're it. They're my kink. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. No. So no if one? you'd like to play along with ho- at no, home, no because eventually that. it will cut out when the lawyers pull it, um, I will be counting down. <laughs> you can play the song. It's on their official YouTube channel. In oh three, my God, it is. Two, one, now. Why does it sound distorted? Or is it just my headphones? I think it's just the, it's the sound of the okay. acoustic. A funny story about the Kings okay. um, is that, like, in 1965, they were banned from ever going to the United States. Really? So a lot of their later albums like this never never came to the United States. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. I didn't even think about that. Why'd they get banned? Were they communists? I think they got in a fight or something. Usually, the brothers kind of hate each other, so... They, they got in a fight. fight with each other, and the U.S. as a whole said, never again. Yeah. I can think of so many bands that should be just deported. Yeah, you know, like Paul McCartney and John Lennon were deported. Weren't they deported for suspected of being communist or something? I think it was marijuana. It's funny that you say really? those artists when the, the music kind of, this song at least, because I haven't heard this one of the Kinks, but their sound just kind of reminds me of like John Lennon and all them. It's British yeah. invasion stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely has that feel sound. to it. And it's kind of like that upbeat, like, kind of... Yeah. I've always found the Kinks to be a little bit more like laid back and extremely British because they weren't allowed in the United States. They what does it mean by being extremely yeah. really British? Formed around it. They have they have three albums that are just dedicated to Britain. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's it's definitely more um, more influenced by that because there was obviously influences of British invasion stuff with with the Beatles, like they were one of the big yeah. starters of it. Them and like Sex Pistols and but. It was just a little different. Um, I like the claps. Because mm-hmm. they got influenced by other things, like Americanized rock and roll. They had some kind of Elvis influence. Yeah. They were in Germany for a long time. They were in Berlin. Um, sometime. Hamburg. Yeah. Sometime following World War II, they were there for a while. Yeah. It's. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it is. It's, it's a lot of like. When I listen to it, because it's called Baroque rock sometimes because it's very influenced by like classical music, especially yeah. European classical music. Mm. So. Sorry, I know you're giving the history. I just wanted to. No, I was done. So yeah, <laughs> I just keep popping in here. I was like, ooh, clapping, ooh, trumpet. <laughs> I mean, we should at least talk somewhat about the song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just like listening. I'm like, oh, they're talking about the history. I can enjoy the song. Yeah, and they they use they use a lot of like British town references and stuff. And it's like, I don't oh. know where those are, but it fits the song. I'm glad to hear you like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. There's the la la la's. Careful. Don't sing. Yeah, you can't we do that. We definitely got pulled by La. now by the lawyers. 
Oh, do you know what's funny? The moment you said that, they say yes over and over, and yeah. it was like just a perfect timing. If you're paying attention in sync with the podcast and the song. One of these members on the album art looks like Mungo Jerry. Who's Mungo Jerry? He was the this, guy who recorded in the summertime. In the summertime. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that's the song. It's a nice little, you know, sign off to autumn before it becomes to winter. I liked it. Yeah. It's a weird that it's a sign off to autumn when it's so upbeat. Yeah. Because it would be like one from the spring to it, because I feel like it's to a beat when usually going into like autumn goes into like December, which is like yeah. dark and not as like a beat. I would say that had kind of a springy vibe. It was a little warm. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was soothing. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like new life. Yeah. But really, it's more dead of life. Because if you're, you're signing off, you're just saying, just throwing that out there. Sorry to be dark. But. Well, Tommy, to jump on what is soothing, I think what will be very soothing for the listener is that we're at the end of the show. Yes, I think they'll be uh, delighted to hear that. Yes. But I'm not delighted to hear that. Oh, Kenny, why? Because I enjoyed today's show. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it was had dumb jokes put into it throughout it, but yeah. it was beautiful. It's kind of the point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sign language is not miming. I know. I was just <laughs> as a tangent. You know what? You know what, Samuel? I'm going to thank you. Wait, no. I think that was fuck you. I was that thank you? Or that's fuck you. Oh, yeah, I meant yeah. to say the thank you. Oh no! Hey, great, great idea doing some sign language on a podcast, guys. I consider ASL to be advanced miming. <laughs> wow! I want you. I want you to go to an ASL meeting and say that to everyone. I called it advanced. I think miming is just. Yeah, more you're, object oriented. You're gonna go to an ASL meeting and and say that. So if we don't see Tommy, it's because he's been murdered. But we won't know because no one will say anything. He's been murdered by a whole bunch of deaf mimes. <laughs> That's why no one will say anything. Somewhere there is a deaf mime who would be on my side if he could listen to this. <laughs> oh no! That's even worse. We've made a ton of enemies today. I mean, if someone translated the podcast into word form, then they could listen to no it. and they're on my side <laughs> because they're going that's how i learned sign language i was already a mime and it was so easy because i i already had a mind for it you mean he had a mime for it stop ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> listen rate and subscribe to and friends on opishows.com wherever you find your podcast just search Radio Misfits. And a special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com, which is hippo spelled backwards, uh, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits, because Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. We'll see you next week. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Oh, fine. You know what's in? You know what they put in? What right, they put right in? after this? But they put a promo for something that isn't our show. Wait, they're playing someone else's show during our show? Yeah, we had our own slot. What are they? Well, you can't put a promo for our own show. Yes, you after can. After this, we record one every week. I thought we were putting that at the front. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, for some reason, you know, we have to cross promote other uh other shows why who cross promotes for us i think everyone does i don't think anyone does uh, do you Intern listen david do you li- is nodding his head do you listen to any other show <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah which one i love minutia men yeah and uh and free kicks what did they talk about last week soccer
It's <laughs> <laughs> about right. Here you go. Here's the promo. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we have 10 cool cars that are eligible for import into the States in 2020. Plus, the Maserati Gran Turismo is nearing the end of the line. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Constable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. A new exhibit from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stay tuned. Rock on TV. Artifacts from the Jackson 5, Sonny and Cher, Elvis, Cindy Lauper, ZZ Top, Eric Clapton, and more. Now at the Museum of Broadcast Communications, 360 North State Street, Chicago. From bandstand to gaga, let's rock on TV. For info and tickets, visit museum.tv. Espresso. French press. Mocha. Frappuccinos. None of these will be discussed, but all will be used on Caffeinated Comics. It's a weekly podcast about comics, movies, TV, and collectibles, hosted by a former comic book store owner and an ex-comedian. What a resume. Sometimes there's special guests. Sometimes it's just us reporting the latest geek news and arguing, like why I love cable. And why you're wrong about that. So join us each week on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network for superpowers and caffeine. Remember when you made those cappuccinos? Yeah, that whole day's a whole blur. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com